You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Louisiana needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. All right, KPL News Time is coming up on 8.52 here in KPL. And joining me right now is Ian Ozem, a broadcast partner for our high school football on Friday nights. As tonight we will be calling the big matchup between Lafayette Christian Academy and Acadiana uh, right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You've got the Turlings Catholic Game of the Week with Kavon Bordelon and Scott Brazda. And uh, you've just got great football coming up all season long. So Ian joining me right now on the phone lines. Ian, what's up, man? Not much, man. You're talking about great football, and one of the games I didn't realize was happening tonight until just a minute ago, Beauchamp is taking on Rain, and Rain is a program that has kind of fallen off from where they were a few years ago, a team that was consistently in the quarterfinals and semifinals, but they're still a good team. Beauchamp is an emerging team looking to get to a level of prominence they've never had in their almost 30 years of existence. Actually, more than 30 years of existence now. Hard to believe Beauchamp's been around that long. So even... In in some of these games that are falling under the radar, you've got some good week one opening matchups this week. No, you really do, and I, I you know, I, I'll be honest. I think we may have the best matchup of all of them. A game that's going to be on Classic Rock 105.1 uh, with LCA and Acadiana, a, a rivalry that's only four games old, but it's become one of the um, one of the best area rivalries over that time. It has, and that's what happens when you have a program like LCA that plays up. It doesn't play at its own level. This is a team that's a natural 2A school playing at 4A, and really and truly they wanted to play at the 5A level. They could. You look at the weapons that they have coming back. You look at Jawan Johnson at quarterback, and I think maybe he's the biggest name of all on that team coming back from last year's state runner-up finish. He's going to be, without question, the leader of that program. Then on the Acadiana, you have Cade Debetta, uh, who we know is going to throw the ball. Ezekiel Hippolyte's in the backfield. He'll be at running back. And then you have Dominic McKinley on the defensive side of the ball. He's, I think, a four-star recruit. He's going to make his commitment today, announce his college commitment before the game this afternoon. So we'll know what's going on uh, in his future. But it's an intriguing matchup because you have McKinley, who arguably is the best defensive lineman in all of Acadiana, taking on one of the strongest offensive units in the Acadiana region. So there are a lot of subplots and a lot of storylines going into tonight's game, and it'll be interesting to see which one wins out. No, yeah, it's a complete contrast of styles uh, uh, tonight between those two programs. So high school football is back. You know, we have talked about, uh, you know, in other radio interviews and segments and such about how the playoff situation is up in the air. But I really don't want to concentrate on that so much as I just want to concentrate in these last couple minutes on the fact that high school football is back. You know, we, uh, the, the, the Cajuns are playing tomorrow night on the college level. We've got the Saints will be coming up soon as well. But high school football, you know, where, you know, where Friday nights are so special here in uh, Acadiana, and we get to be a part of it. It, it, it begins another year. And it begins another uh, another season of excitement. 
It certainly does, and it's one of these moments that those of us who are sports lifers, we kind of live for this. The start of the NFL season has its own excitement around it. The college football season, considering the week one is this week, has its excitement. But when you get to the high school level, you see the excitement of the athletes, the excitement of the parents, the communities that rally around these schools. There's nothing that compares to it. And really and truly, while we look forward to the start of college and to the start of pro, the anticipation of high school football, I think, is greater. And maybe it's because we have to wait longer. A few years ago, doing one of the intros to our broadcast, I said it's like a baby that's coming out of the womb. You wait nine months for it to come back. Sometimes it goes a little bit longer than that. those 36 weeks, which in this case it feels like it has. It feels like it's dragged on 40 weeks this particular offseason. But that baby comes out, it's precious, it's fresh, it's brand new, and you love it. And then when the time comes when the baby turns into an old man and the season goes away, you're, you're, it feels like the same grief that you have when uh, when somebody else goes away or when when the, another season ends its run. So it's it's one of those weird things where high school football is a microcosm of life. It starts that that excitement for something new, and then by the time it's over, it's run its course. But you know you've had a good season that was lived. Okay, I got to be honest with you. When you were making that analogy, all I could see was East Ventura when nature calls. <laughs> As he was coming, <laughs> as he was coming out of the makeshift rhino, and they and and the passersby thought they were seeing the the nature at work. Well, here's the thing: at least it wasn't the original Ace Ventura. At least Einhorn won't be Finkel when we oh, play yes. the high school football season. Yes, there you go. Um, <laughs> Ian Ozad joining me here, and uh, looking forward to uh, the call all season long. For Lafayette Christian Academy and the games that we have there, and then of course Scott and uh, and, and you know Scott and and uh, Kavan have Turlings and Turlings. You know, in the last few seconds we have together, you know, Turlings uh, really had a sensational year last year. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do this year as well. I'm looking forward to it as well. They've lost some players. They lost a couple seniors, especially in the receiving core. But when you look at the younger guys that were coming up that were fighting for playing time last year, Turlings is in good hands. I, will they make the quarterfinals this year? I don't know, but this is a team that I wouldn't bet against because I think they surprised a lot of people last year, and I think they have a more. To, I think they have a few more tricks up their sleeves this year. So if you're looking at District Four for Ray, the St. Thomas Moore, LCA, Turlings, Westgate, even North Vermillion and Northside, North Vermillion with their run in the playoffs last year, yeah. may be the toughest district in all of the state of Louisiana, and any one of those teams in that district has a legitimate shot of getting to the Superdome. All right, with that, we uh, have to uh, let you go, Ian. As always, man, we appreciate your time. Uh, Ian, uh, out at uh, WWL and uh, doing some great work over there. But, uh, man, looking forward to seeing you uh, later on and looking forward to doing the season with you, man. Sounds good, bud. We'll see you later. All right, and that'll do it for uh, KPL's uh, morning, Acadiana's morning news today. Moon Grafon coming up next. We'll be right back. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. 
There were more jobs created than expected last month, 187,000. The unemployment rate rose to 3.8 percent. The higher rate may reflect more people entering the workforce, though the report also revised job creation lower in June and July. The month includes the Hollywood strike and the bankruptcy of yellow trucking after shutting down the end of July. Economists have been hoping to see the employment situation slowing, but holding up, not slipping into recession. Dell Intel and Samsung are all expressing optimism about their businesses because of demand for technology related to artificial intelligence. Dell's earnings top forecasts, Intel's offering a more encouraging update, and Samsung revealed a new advanced memory chip for AI. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is, that sucks. They had good steak. When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD. With new wage rule that's put forth by the Labor Department, the National Association of Home Builders says the new rules will force companies to pay more workers overtime and basically use union wages as a national rate when only about 11% of, say, the construction industry is unionized. Fox Business Network's Edward Lawrence at the Labor Department. On Wall Street, stocks are rising. The Dow's up 165 points. A new record has been set at the border as illegal crossings rise again. The Washington Post reports there were 177,000 apprehensions last month. 91,000 of them were coming to the U.S. as part of a family group, an all-time high. Why are all the families coming? Sources tell me it's to avoid expedited removals that mostly single adults are facing. And the fact, guys, that when a family claims asylum, only one of them has to have a positive adjudication for the entire family to be able to stay. So they're trying the strength in numbers approach. Fox's Griff Jenkins. It's another tough morning for Hurricane Idalia victims, especially along Florida's Big Bend, Gulf Coast area. Fox Weathers, Max Gordon is there. Now that the water has subsided, the cleanup here on Cedar Key has begun. People looking amid flooded out buildings for anything they can salvage and pushing out mud and silt. Lines of debris piling up. Sentencing just getting underway. For another Proud Boys member convicted for his role in the 2021 Capitol Rag, Dominic Bazzola, Ethan Nordine will be sentenced this afternoon the day after two other Proud Boys convicts were punished. One got 17 years in prison, 15 for the other. America's listening to Fox News. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is, that sucks. They had good steak. When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between. You have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep, so you learn to sleep better. Night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our Labor Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. 
All right, back to Wall Street. As the Dow rises 184 points, the NASDAQ was down a bit. Now it's back up 20. The S&P 500 gaining 15 points. The price of oil is bubbling up well over a dollar. It's now over 85 bucks a barrel, but gas is down a fraction. AAA's national average for regular, just under 382 per gallon. Almost the exact price we were paying last year as millions travel this Labor Day weekend. A potential strike is looming this month for auto workers who filed unfair labor practices complaints against GM and Stellantis. The union accuses the automakers of failing to make counteroffers to its economic demands during ongoing contract negotiations. UAW President Sean Fain says Ford was the only company of the Detroit Big Three to make a counteroffer, but still rejected most of the union's proposals. Contracts with the union's 146,000 members expire in two weeks. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. College football season kicked off last night with several games, including 14th-ranked Utah beating Florida 24-11. Now, Utah is going to join the Big 12 Conference next season as the Pac-12 disintegrates with two more likely on the way out. Stanford and the University of California reportedly have been invited to join the ACC, two California schools in the Atlantic Coast Conference, along with Southern Methodist University located in Dallas. All three welcome to join the ACC for the 2024-25 school year to bring a total of 18 schools into the ACC, where Notre Dame would be the only football program to remain an independent. SMU would leave the American Athletic Conference. With all these changes, geography and math teachers might have some explaining to do. In the Big Ten next year, there will be 18 teams, and in the Big 12, 16. Jared Max, Fox News. In baseball, Atlanta star Ronald Acuna set a milestone. And the Braves win over the Dodgers, the first major leaguer with 30 homers and 60 stolen bases in a season. I'm Dave Anthony. The show that's not immune to the facts, Dan Bongino. We are your home for the Dan Bongino Show, News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Robridge, Lafayette, a Town Square Media station. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham, and every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in. For all of today's top news, local, state, and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else, all of the big topics from a local perspective right here on The Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m., on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> That's good enough. Hey, hello. Welcome to Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. It is Friday. Open Forum Friday. You can talk about anything you want to talk about. You may as well. I am. <laughs> you may as well join me because we got a lot to cover today as the program unfolds. Let's jump gears uh, on the uh, 
Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. We're honored to have and joined by Mr. Woody Jenkins of Central City News. And, of course, Woody's been a former rep, and he's been involved and activist for many, many, many years for the conservative side. Woody, how you doing? Uh, good morning, Moon. It's great to be with you. I'm doing great. Well, good to hear from you. Give a little plug on your newspaper first, and then I, I, I want to talk a little bit about Blue Cross Blue Shield. I've been talking about it for during a week now, but I, when I saw what you had written, I said, wow, somebody with some sense on this thing. But uh, just a little bit of background, a little pub for you, for you, for your Central City News. Well, Moon, you know, I've been in journalism all my life for over 50 years, and the Central City News is uh, we published for the last 18 years in the city of Central, population 30,000. And uh, we've been named the newspaper of the year the last uh, three years in the state by the Louisiana Press Association. So we're very proud of that. And we do a lot of investigative journalism, something that seems to sort of be dying today. But uh, readership all over the state, you can see it uh, if you go to Facebook, Central City News on Facebook, or you can go to our website, uh, centralcitynews.us, and pull down the current print edition. But, uh, yes, Blue Cross Blue Shield, you know, it. 1.9 million Louisianans are covered by it out of uh, 4.4. So about 40% of all the people in the state have Blue Cross in one, one form or the other. And I think most of us, I'm a policyholder. So I mean, we're, we're I am pretty too. pleased with it. I am done too. a great job. Yeah, I am too. Woody. But uh, that could dramatically change under this proposal. And I think everyone needs to be very concerned about it. They need to actually spend a little time and understand it because it is complicated. But let me kind of try to give it in a nutshell, if that's possible. Uh, the first thing is that the Blue Cross Board wants to convert Blue Cross from a member-owned mutual insurance company to a for-profit company. And at the same time, they want to sell it to an out-of-state conglomerate called Elevance. Elevance has about $47 million policyholders uh, around the country. So it would be converted from you owning it as a policyholder to an out-of-state for-profit company owning, which means no longer would it be a Louisiana-based company, no longer would would its headquarters really be here. They, they would probably, I'm sure, have a headquarters, but it will really be run from out-of-state. We don't know what will happen, really. And, you know, when we, and we've talked a lot about liberty the last few years and how the whole healthcare system has been used to take away our liberties. You know, we're in a lot better position if we if we own this company and it's entirely Louisiana owned, which is what it is now, we can stop it from from taking away our health care, our doctors, our access to medical care for their various woke reasons. But if it's an out of state company dealing with the federal government and the national administration, we have no control over what's going to happen. So lack of control is the first thing. The second thing is, uh, for years, Blue Cross has emphasized to us that it's member-owned, that the policy owners own it, which is true. It's a mutual company. And so, but the proposal is to only give the policyholders about 9% of the proceeds from this sale. So the sale is for $2.5 billion. That is a lot of money, man. That is, that's 2,500 million. So $2.5 billion. And, and also they would take, uh, $700, $700 million out of reserves of Blue Cross. So they take $3.2 billion. And instead of giving it to the policyholders, 
they would create a new foundation. They have created it, actually. And this foundation is governed uh, by four members of the board, former members of the board. And they would get this $3.2 billion. And the stated purpose is to deal with health inequalities in the state. Not to continue to help policyholders. Uh, no, it's to solve health inequalities in the state, whatever that is. Well, there's four people. So those it, four people, they make money because they get three point two billion dollars, and they get they make a certain amount of money for <clears throat> administering this money. Well, we we we've learned some interesting things. The board members of Blue Cross now, let's say a dozen or so, however many exactly it is, they get paid about a hundred and five thousand dollars a year to serve on that board, which is sort of amazing, I think, because you would think it's sort of a part-time thing that they're doing as a service, but it's a lot of money, $105,000 at least that each board member gets now for serving on the board. So the board decided that some of them would break away and be the new board members of this new foundation that they've just formed. It's a Delaware corporation. It's called Accelerate Louisiana Initiative. Accelerate Louisiana Initiative, a Delaware corporation. So the four board members who've left the Blue Cross board would be the board members of this new foundation. And then they could add uh, additional board members, which they apparently want to do. So then they would try to improve uh, the health care and solve the health inequalities in the state. It would be, for example, we have a gigantic foundation here, the Baton Rouge Area Foundation, which is very liberal. It has $700 million. Mm -hmm. This would be over four times the size of it. It would be one of the top 25 foundations in the country. Uh, and they, they just went to, up to Washington and New York and they met, they, they were bragging. They met with Mitch Landrew and he loved the idea. And they met with, uh, the Rockefeller Foundation people and the lady who's the head of the UN Foundation. And they said they, they all love this idea. So with they, it worries me right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scares me to death, really. really I'm talking about Mitch Landrew and the UN that. and all that. You go, whoa, yeah, the Rockefellers, you want to run. Talking. This, this is their talking points. But really, that's what they were talking about at our Chamber of Commerce of East Baton Rouge meeting last week. But the, the main thing here is that this money, this $2.5 billion for the sale and the $700 million from reserves of Blue Cross, that doesn't belong to the board. The board's responsibility is to protect us, the policyholders. It's, it's sort of like if you were named the administrator of your, your grandmother's estate, and uh, as sometimes happen, you know, you decide that you're going to just take that money and you're going to now control it for the rest of your life. And you're going to do, you have such grand ideas instead of your grandmother, uh, you know, the heirs of the, of the grandmother getting the money. So the board members of Blue Cross are in a fiduciary responsibility. They, they, they are responsible to make sure that something like this doesn't happen, in yeah, my opinion. That's what it does. But instead, I'm not, I'm not saying it's crooked. But it's it, to me, it's an abuse of their discretion and their responsibilities. Now, will they make money? Everything that the, the board members talk about is that we're going to do national surveys. We're going to hire consultants. In fact, right now, to add additional members of the foundation, they have this national search firm that's going to be searching for people to serve on the new board of the new foundation. Bear in mind, this foundation has no track record. It's never raised a penny. It's never administered a thing. It's not like, boy, they're real successful, so we're going to give them $3.2 billion. No, it's a new thing that they're putting together. Wow. And they said they want 
complete diversity, all genders, all races, all areas of the state and out-of-state people, but they said a majority of the board of the new foundation will be Louisiana people, a majority. So they're going to take our $3.2 billion that is owned by the policyholders. Part of it, you know, the reserves, $700 million in reserves, that's supposed to be what Blue Cross is having in case current collections from insurance premiums that we pay would be used to cover losses if the losses are excessive. So this is taking those reserves, particularly for protection. So then this company would be owned by an out-of-state company. Um, They say, well, they have no intention to move the headquarters, no intention to fire people. But they're saying the, the reason that it's so important is because of economies of scale and they're going to reduce costs. Well, how are they going to reduce costs if they don't fire people, you know, if they don't yeah. consolidate things? So I think it's all around a bad thing. It's taking our dollars that, that the policyholders own, giving us 9%, but most importantly, we lose control of our health insurance company. Let me, let me ask you the big, big question. And you may can answer this, you may not. Is this already done? Because I mean, a lot of times when the, let me tell you something. A lot of times when the when the when the share when the stockholders hear about it, you know, we hear about it late. They telling you what they really going to do. They said, "Oh, you get to vote, and don't forget the vote going to be by mail. (laughs) The vote's going to be by internet. The vote's going to be by mail and ballots or internet." That bothers me too. And so, is it done, Woody? I mean, I'm I'm being one with you. It's already done. It was it was almost done, but that's been corrected for the moment. So what happened is they sent out uh, this mailing to policyholders. Yeah, I got one. Telling them, and yeah, and this was around the 15th, 13th, or 15th of August. So suddenly people started realizing this thing was in the work. Works. And the way it said, we want you to send in your proxy to us so that we can, we recommend a yes, but you can, we'll, we'll vote a no for you if you want. But, you know, here's all the great reasons to vote yes. So many, many votes had already been cast as people were awakening to this this yeah. thing happening. So it hit the fan. I mean, the, the joint, I got to uh, congratulate the legislature, their joint committee on insurance held a four and a half hour hearing. It's worth anybody listening to, uh, to learn more about this. And some legislators just started raising the dickens about it. To, and the insurance commissioner does have the power to stop that, and that's Jim Donlin. I'm, I'm hoping and praying that Jim will will see the flaws in this thing. Yeah, but, but Woody, uh, let me stop it. let me stop you because I got to take a break. Okay. I want to come back. I want to. I yeah. was going to mention Mr. Okay. Donlin, not in a negative light. I was just going to bring him up because he's the outgoing insurance commissioner. Maybe Tim Temple, who's the ingoing commissioner, should look at this thing as well. And he's coming. I know he's not the guy, but. Seems like to me. If I think it's going to be done. I think it's going to be done by the time the new commissioner comes out. Yeah. I, I'm afraid it's already done, Woody. But I'm going to bring you back, Woody Jenkins, my special guest, Blue Cross Blue Shield, okay. folks. Don't go nowhere. A lot more to go. When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime. 
bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. A convicted pedophile in Lake Charles was about to get released. The district attorney asked Solicitor General Liz Merle for help, and she delivered. That's Merle. In over 200 cases, she's helped DAs across Louisiana keep violent criminals behind bars. As our next attorney general, Liz Merle will make fighting crime priority one, two, and three. Conservative warrior, endorsed by law enforcement. The most qualified. Liz Merle for attorney general. Paid for by Liz Merle for attorney general. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. I'm Hannah Como, and I'm here with my husband, Brandon. We are so passionate about helping marriages grow and succeed. And as a licensed marriage and family therapist, I know the importance of investing in your relationship. We believe that a good marriage is the foundation of a healthy family. We also understand that marriage is hard and the challenges that we face in today's society are different from those of the past. Our goal is to help you navigate those changes and to gain the skills to build a better marriage together. Listen in weekly to The Modern Marriage to help you create the marriage you have always wanted. Sunday evenings from 5 to 6 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. This is Mayor President Josh Guillory. It's hot out there, and we need to work together to conserve water until we get through this emergency. Conservation ensures public safety, reliable drinking water, and fire protection. Let's all do our part and conserve water. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Move to the Farm Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management hotline. Woody Jenkins, my special guest. He's been a journalist for over 50 years. He's been elected a fish. He should have been a United States senator. You talk about a debacle and a sham uh, when Mary Landrew first ran. But Woody's here talking about something that's important to most of us because most of us have Blue Cross Blue Shield. I'm one of them. Woody's one of them. And uh, we can't we can't lose this company. You know, Woody, you mentioned... Uh, Jim Donlan, and uh, I tried to get Donlan on there. He says he can't talk to lawyers are telling me he can't. I, but I think it's pretty sad, and I'm not cutting Jim. I voted for Jim a lot. Uh, but I think it's pretty sad because I think he's the one person that could be fighting for us to stop this. And maybe he is, but, man, I just think, I, I just think Donlan – Donlin's got to step up and be counted for us for this. I believe that. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not being ugly. I'm just being honest. 
Well, let me tell you about Jim Donlan. I've known him for, let's see, 40 years. We served in the legislature. You know, we went through all the pro-life battles, which some, you know, we were winning, but a lot of times it got down to just, there were just a core of us. There were 10 real pro-lifers in the legislature that would not bend. Jim was one of them. And I've really considered him very, very close in the years since then. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to talk to Jim about this, but Jim said, look, I can't because I'm sitting as a judge on this. So I think his posture is correct. He's sitting as a judge in this particular matter. It's not like most matters where you can just call your public official. But I have a lot of confidence in Jim Dolan. Now, he's constrained by the law. You know, he's got to do that as a, sitting as a judge. But I feel like he's a man of character, and uh, I think he'll... Well, who's, who, good decision. If you say he's being as a judge, who 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 are all the judges in this? Do you know? In other words, uh, it's an uh, it's an administrative hearing, and so he'll be the administrative hearing officer, which is is like a judge. So okay. he'll be taking testimony and evidence, and ultimately he makes a decision, and he'll have to give legal reasons and and all like that. So it's he is sitting in the same posture as a judge. But now let me just say this: going back to is it can it be stopped? Absolutely, it can be stopped. So they sent out these ballots, which is what got everybody upset when they realized this was happening. But the way they were working, they wanted you to mail in your ballot, or they had a way where you could go online, and they started calling people. They had like a national firm they hired to do like robocalls where you could punch yes, you know, that you approve the thing. So we, you and I have been so concerned about election security. Mm-hmm. Election security. Think about this. We're talking about $3.2 billion of our money. Yep. Uh, it's, not, it's not like taxpayers, but it's members of this uh, mutual insurance company. It's our money. They're, they're, they're taking phone calls, and, and you can, you can punch, your, punch one for yes and two for no. I mean, this is crazy. What security do we have for the ballot? That should not be. But also the mail ballot itself, they only gave reasons to vote for it. They gave a little, a little tiny blurb as why you should vote against it, and it was not the real reason that you should vote against it. So you don't want to have a rigged election. So what happened is Donlan threw out the, the results of that election. Whatever ballots had been cast, they've been thrown out. So he's going to have a hearing October 5th and 6th, and at some point he doesn't have to make the decision that day. But if he says, if he gives it the go-ahead, then they're going to send out the ballots and uh, I guess they could send them out before, but I, I hope they won't. But people need to be very thoughtful and read this. And I think if you read it, you're going you're gonna to mark the ballot. No, you should. Now, they have to get a two-thirds vote. I want to block them. I hope he will forbid them from doing any sort of, um, you know, online or telephone, yes or no, because there's no security in that. And I actually filed with the uh, the head of Blue Cross, the, the CEO, a letter asking that I be allowed as a policyholder to prepare a one sheet uh, on the opposition to it that they would include in their mailing, because there's no real reflection of the bad things about this. And, you know, I can do a pretty good one sheet that uh, share, um, those policyholders could read explaining the reasons why you should have a no vote. But it shouldn't be the proponents of it writing what the no reasons to vote against are. That's not going to give you a good statement of why. And I think there's a real conflict of interest here by the board members. The board members are making a lot of money as board members. And you ask, what will the new foundation, will they make money? Well, we don't know, but they've been saying they're going to do national searches. So national and national surveys, they hire consultants. So I'm sure they'll 
they'll come back and say, well, a foundation this big and important, the CEO needs to make four or 500,000 or maybe more, maybe millions, who knows? The board members, they gave up $105,000 a year board seat. I'm sure they're going to get at least that much for serving on this foundation board. But that, in the, in the scheme of things, that's so trivial. When you, when you look at $3.2 billion, 3,200 millions yeah. that has been being taken this foundation. I got to take this yes. break. I'm going to keep you around just a few more minutes. Can you wait a few more minutes? Sure. Yes. Okay, let me take us a five minute break. Come back. We'll wrap up with Woody Jenkins. Blue Cross Blue Shield, folks, we just give you the information nobody's paying attention to. We'll be right back. When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend not defund our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Paid for by the Fleming Campaign. The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cap that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana. Or Dr. John Fleming, former deputy chief of staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana Treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana Treasurer. Yes, it's that time of the year again, back to school shopping. And with inflation, we know it hasn't gotten any cheaper. Here's how we want to help you out. Download the KPL News app and click on Hold Pass Cash, and you could win a $500 prepaid Visa gift card. Just follow the assignments to earn points and increase your chances to win. We're making back-to-school shopping better with All Pass Cash. Brought to you by Acadiana-owned and operated Mattress Gallery, located on Collie Saloon across from River Ranch. From selection to delivery, it's Mattress Gallery. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com.
Hi, you all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. If you're listening to me, we're talking to Mr. Woody Jenkins. And uh, you got Blue Cross Blue Shield. This is really important. Woody, I'm also having people email me said they never got any kind of survey at all to, uh, you know, to, to even look at voting for something like this. Here's my question, because I know you're an investigative reporter. I checked into the company. They got a little history of buying buying these companies, and uh, it looks good for the first year. And then after that, the prices are jacked up. And I do agree with you with the way the federal government works. This company, I don't know what the company's out of, but if the company is into the wokeism, then that puts us in trouble because they're the ones that cut a deal for single pay and and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, what do you think the biggest fear is if this company was to take over, Woody? Well, if you look at the materials, there's something called Healthy Blue, which is a joint venture currently existing between Blue Cross and Elevance. Elevance is this new, is this big conglomerate that has 47 million Blue Cross and other policyholders that would be taking over. So Healthy Blue is a current joint venture, and it says its purpose is to promote uh, uh, volunteerism, uh, equity, and um, uh, what's the, what's the key word that you know? It's gender. Um, when you talk about gender inclusion, yeah. When you talk about yeah, equity, in other words, it's all the world. Yeah. So, so that's what they that's where they're taking it. So, and I don't want to be conspiratorial here, but we've seen so many things. What will happen if we go? We go to digital currency. You know, we go to all these different things, and everybody knows. They can find out what you're posting in your media and what your associations were and where you're spending money. Can they cut off your, your health care? It'll be a private company. Can they do that? Can they say you can't go to this hospital or that hospital? We don't know what's going to happen, but if it's a Louisiana mutual company owned by the people of Louisiana, that's much less likely to happen. But the, the main thing here is we're, take, we're giving away 91% of the value of this company, that the policy owners have a right to that money, and we're giving it to this foundation with no track record. It, it's basically stealing the money of the policyholders is what it boils down to, in my opinion. So here's what people should do. Get on the, the insurance commissioner's site and find a way that you can file a statement or how you can come to Baton Rouge and testify when he holds a hearing, which would be October the 5th and 6th. Let your opinions be heard. Now, I, I would like to help in the sense if you go to centralcitynews.us, the first several stories tell you more about this. It goes into the depth of, of what has been done so far in the background. But if you file something with the commissioner of insurance, if you would copy me, if you email me, then I'll have all of your arguments and the things you're saying, your experience. And my email would be, it's my personal email, woodyjenkins2020 at hotmail.com, woodyjenkins2020 at hotmail.com. Send me what you file with the insurance commissioner so that I have access to it. And we'll write about it and try to include your opinions and our coverage of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So, Woody, uh, do you have any time frame on this as you see it now? And why does it have to be done? Uh, does Jim have to make a decision? You know, he's outgoing. I don't care what people think about Jim. I've been friends with Jim for a long time. I, I don't I, – does he have to make a decision? Is a decision – why does the decision date have to be made now? I'm just curious. Well, the president the, – the president of Blue Cross um, – 
he testified before the legislative joint committee on insurance and he said there was no urgency to do this now he I mean, he admitted that everything's going fine with Blue Cross. They're they're actually making money. They're serving their policyholders. They're paying out eighty-seven, no, eighty-four percent of the premiums go to pay claims by policyholders. So everything's going well. They're saying, but long term, you know, we'd have economies of scale, and this would be really good, and this sets up this wonderful foundation and all like that. But they admit there is no urgency. But I, I'm hoping Jim will just go ahead and nix this thing so that it won't come back. Yeah. Um, but but the process now is hearings by the insurance commissioner the fifth and sixth of October. If he approves it, a ballot sent out to the to the policyholders. They'll have to get two thirds to vote in favor of this sale. Then the insurance commissioner has another hearing, which at that point probably would be perfunctory. I think I think if he got that far, he's probably going to approve it. But the insurance commissioner has a chance to stop it. The policyholders have a, a chance to stop it. And based on what I see now, I see no arguments for it. I don't see any reason to do this. I think it endangers all of our uh, health insurance and, and the good service that we've had in the past. Yeah, the I'm just uh, the big picture doesn't look good. And the future doesn't look good if this is allowed to happen. And I, I don't understand. I understand urgency, uh, Woody. Uh, I understand more when it's when, when he got money involved. Somebody's gonna make a bunch of money on this. It's, it's factual. Well, Somebody's they, they, gonna make a they, bunch of money they, on this, and that that yeah. always worries me. And that's why the urgency is to do something with some people. On the flip side, I understand urgency if it's life and death. But this ain't well, life and they, death. They, they haven't said there's. They haven't said there's an urgency. They said we need to plan for the future. This is part of our long-term plan. But you understand the plan for the future. There is no plan for the future. Their plan is to sell it. I mean, that's the only plan. But what do so, you know? Like and they're the, using the idea of scale. You know, yeah. we need big. We need to be a gigantic insurance company so that we can be better deals on buying software and uh, buying drugs and all. Which I think when you have 1.9 million. Uh, people in your plan in this state. That's you got some leverage. There's a lot of money to be made by dealing with Blue Cross right now. But there's Somebody no told me the state employees promoting them said that. The state employees. Uh, I think the state employees don't they do Blue Cross Blue Shield? That's, I'm getting word that that's. I think that's some of them. You know, but here here's the thing. You, you know, you said why did some people not get the mailing? Yeah. Because you have to be a fully paid shareholder. When you're part of a group, you get your Blue Cross through a group. Then you don't get a vote. You have to be either the group gets a vote, one vote, or if you're a policy, an individual policyholder, wow. you get one vote. Wow. So most people are disenfranchised in this decision. I think there are only 90,000 policyholders that are eligible to vote. It's not the 1.9 million. It's 90,000 who will vote. But most of them are ind individuals, and they, they probably will reflect the group. But uh, it's <laughs> There's just a lot here, Moon, to know and understand. But I'm just telling you, you, the closer you look, I think the more not just concerned but upset you will get when you realize it's, to me, it's a scam. I mean, it's a scam on the people of the state, and they need to educate themselves only by our ignorance and just avoiding learning about it. That's their, their way to pass this thing, with people just sit back and, and don't know what's happening because they don't take the time to learn what's happening. Okay, learn what's so happening. So there's nobody, it's nobody for people to call. 
There's no nobody. Well, if you don't have a vote, I, I you can't. Think, I'm asking: Is there anybody people can I, call? I think it, no. I mean, for example, I think it's good to call your legislators because they have a, a voice, but they're not going to be the deciding factor. It's the insurance commissioner, and you can certainly. I would not call so much as I would go on the, online and find how you file documents, like your letters protesting, would be good, and then. Uh, go to the hearing in Baton Rouge on the 5th and the 6th and be willing to sit there and be one of those who testifies. That will be on the record, and the insurance commissioner can consider it. And then I would be talking to your friends and neighbors and find out who has a Blue Cross policy that's a voting member and urge them to vote no. I think that would be how we stop it. Yeah, well, Woody, I appreciate your work on it, appreciate your investigation on it. I've, I've been well, talking about you, it for about the last four or five days, and when I saw the article you put out the head on Newsbreakers, let me call you, you Woody. Realize, Moon, you're, you're, you and your listeners, you're our, our last hope in this state. I mean, you're the guys that can, can raise a stink, talk to public officials, in this case, file documents with the insurance commissioner. But we're counting on you. I mean, we, the mainstream media won't tell people what's really going on. I mean, it's just, it's just terrible. But you're reaching the people, Moon, so your voice is so important. Well, I appreciate it. I just... I saw this, and I've been getting frustrated with it. I saw your article. There's somebody else that could talk about it. I'll get them on as well. All right, Woody Jenkins, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. All right, right. we'll do it again. All right, we've got to take a break. More to come. This is really serious if you got Blue Cross Blue Shield. Matter of fact, it's the only choice I got, Brandon. You realize that? It's it. We'll take a break. Be right back. Seventy percent of prison inmates read at a fourth grade level or below. We can't cut crime without fixing our schools. Participation in early childhood education reduces criminal activity by 20 percent. Our schools are our first line of defense against crime. Bullying stops teaching and stops learning. One in five Louisiana high school students reports being bullied on school property. One out of six will skip school at least once in the next 30 days, scared for their safety. We lead the nation in percent of high school students who attempt suicide. As governor, I'll support counseling for the bully and the child being bullied. Violent repeat offenders will go to an alternative school that teaches the citizenship and character necessary to become a responsible citizen, or they'll just go to juvenile jail. Kids can't learn if we let our schools become minor league for the Department of Corrections. Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. The Louisiana Republican Party endorsed Liz Merle for Attorney General. That's no surprise. Liz is one of us. An eighth-generation Louisianan. LSU Tiger. Wife and mom with a concealed carry permit. She's Louisiana Solicitor General. That means when Louisiana goes to court, we send Liz Merle to fight for us. Liz has defeated Joe Biden's lawyers time and again. When Biden came after our oil and gas jobs, Liz stopped them. She fought for the unborn at the U.S. Supreme Court. During COVID, Liz stood for freedom. When a pastor was arrested for holding church service, Liz defended our rights to worship. She stood up for us, protected our freedoms, and she keeps criminals where they belong, in jail. Liz is our fighter. She will work nonstop to keep Louisiana safe and free. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana, not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. 
Eat Lafayette 2023 shines a year-round spotlight on Lafayette's locally owned and operated restaurants. And now through September 10th, you can find Eat Lafayette deals offered by some of the participating restaurants. News Talk 96.5 KPL is proud to be a sponsor of Eat Lafayette and the Digital Passport. Download the Eat Lafayette Digital Passport today so you can check in when you eat at a participating restaurant. Each check-in will enter you to win airfare and a trip for two to Savannah, Georgia, courtesy of Wings Travel. Just go to kpal965.com and click on the Eat Lafayette link at the top of the page. Eat Lafayette from Lafayette Travel and sponsored in part by News Talk 96.5 KPL. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Angie makes it easier than ever to connect with skilled pros to get your home projects done well from repair to remodel. Get started on the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us, folks. It is Rock and Roll, Morning Blue Cross Blue Shield. Appreciate Woody Jenkins taking some time with us. Uh, if you want some good Mexican food, though, <laughs> Brandon, why how come on Fridays you get hungry? Seems like we get hungry. Now, I mean, like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm hungry every day. Yeah, we, but, can't, you know. we can't just walk over to Superior Grill today because it's coming to Lafayette, but it's not here yet. But I love some good Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Superior Grill, folks, if you hadn't checked it out, you don't know what you're missing. Oh, man, fajitas. The good times at Superior Grill. Uh, I, you know, I like the crawfish enchiladas. I've been telling you about that for a while, Brian. But first mm-hmm. thing, Brian, I'm going to buy you crawfish enchiladas when they come to Lafayette. All right. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. I'm, let you, I'm just going to let you, you know. My wife, is, she loves their chicken, their uh-huh. grilled chicken. You have okay. a, a crazy Javier. Yeah, yeah you talked about that. It's like that. something you ought to eat. Uh-huh. That's a good little piece of filet that's really unbelievable the way they do it. Yeah. But the salsas, the guacamole, everything's good at Superior. So if you want to have a good time, take a big group out, go to Superior Grill. They cater. You can go pick it up. They do it all, and they've been doing it for a long, long time. I personally have been going to Superior Grill for 28 and a half years. You almost spoke this thing into existence. You used to say, we need to get them in Lafayette. We need to get, we need get them in Lafayette. And, and, and finally listen to them. <laughs> all right, but Line Avenue in Shreveport, government and uh, – I think it's Holland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles in New Orleans. Superior Grill. And the thing you're going to like about it is consistent. I've eaten in every single one of them multiple times. Multiple, multiple times. You're going to enjoy the great taste of Superior Grill. You know, I appreciate Woody taking the time to do this. I, I told you all this is a concern. I have one place to go get insurance. And somebody may call me and say, oh, there's other places. I'm telling you right now I had one place at one company. And it's Blue Cross Blue Shield. As you know, we're not cutting Blue Cross Blue Shield. We're just trying to figure out what's going to be the future of Louisiana. Uh, I, I've had people that have uh, emailed me and said, I'll, I'll tell you what they said, Brandon. I have Blue Cross Health Insurance, did not receive any mailing to be noticed. Well, Woody just explained that. If you're working for the state, you don't get a vote. Like with me, Brandon, I get a vote because I am a family business with two people in the business, so I got it. I was able to get a, a uh, a team plan, a group plan, so I get to vote. But they sent a deal in saying we'd be voting again. 
So I will get the opportunity to vote. And uh, folks, this it, it, listening to Woody, it sounds like to me this is 100% on Jim Donlan. And if there's no rush, this is what I would say. And like I said, I know Jim Donlan. I've been friends with Jim for many times. We fought sometimes, but uh, I supported Jim Donlan when he tried to beat uh, John Bro. John, John Bro. You know, the guy that endorsed Hogan Hagen, Hegan Hogan, but didn't know his name. But he knew his heart and his soul. You know, he knew, remember that Brandon when John Bro knew endorsed Hogan Hagen, Hegan Hogan, he 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 knew he had he knew the heart and soul of the man, but he didn't know his name. Remember that? <laughs> Is that the gift to keep on giving? Well, Donlin should have beat him, but Mike Foster wimped out instead of supporting Donlin. He went with uh, with, with John Bro, you know, who's done so much for the state. So it's 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 one of those things. So Jim Donlin. To me, just listen to what Woody said. He's the key guy right now. So if there's if there's not a rush in this, if there's not a rush to do this, and according to the people from Blue Cross Blue Blue Shield, it's not a rush to do it. Let's don't rush. That's all we're saying. I'm not saying they won't eventually do it, but let's not rush into this. Let's go to Justin out of Baton Rouge. Justin, just, you're welcome to the Moon Graffon Show. Hey, Justin, are you with me? Is that Moon, is that me? You got me? Yes, sir. You're on there, buddy. Yeah, I just I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you for uh, for bringing this up, bringing this topic to the attention of the uh, people of Louisiana. Um, I am an individual policyholder under Blue Cross Blue Shield. Yeah, me too. And I uh, I, I, I literally did what, what, what Woody said. And, and read the, the the documents that were sent to me uh, about a week week and a half ago, and I just had to kind of laugh because um, there's an enticement for us to uh, approve it because uh, we'll get a check, right? Mm-hmm. But but my question was um, when I read through it and I did not see it immediately um, was okay. What percentage is coming to the policyholders? What percentage is going to the new um, the, the new uh, nonprofit organization, and when when I heard what do you say, ninety one percent is going to the nonprofit. It basically constitutes, like he said, a theft of the policyholders of Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, it's crazy, um, but Justin. I, when you Justin, Justin, that, I'm I'm like you, and I get a vote. Nine percent is spread out <laughs> among everybody, and they get ninety one percent for some of this. I mean, it's it. My thing, Justin, is this, you know, and maybe I'm not smart enough to understand the whole thing, and I and I admit it, but why do something quick when you don't have to? Does that make sense to you? No, I agree. I agree. No, no, it does not make sense um, from from my, from my perspective. If in fact the policyholders are the owners of the company, then don't you think they should get? 91% of the proceeds, maybe put 10% into a nonprofit if, in fact, they vote to agree to Let that. me ask so, you a question. I, I, just, I, I think I know how you're going to answer this. I would rather have, I would rather them just hold what we got, forget the 91%. I want to know what happens in the future. And I know that's hard to predict, but I think you would agree with me. You don't want, you don't want any of the 91%. You want to make sure you can have a policy that you can afford that works for you and your, your company. No, you're exactly right, Moon. I totally, totally agree with you. Um, I, I didn't like the idea of selling a nonprofit to a for-profit entity. 
Um, and, and, and I, I really do like the, the, the Blue Cross Blue Shield structure amongst all of the states around the country. I just don't know enough about the industry to know yeah, yeah. Uh, if this is the current trend or not. If it is, you, you're not going to fight the trend. But if you do sell it, the proceeds should go to the owners of the company, not to a nonprofit. Right. Now, if they want to sell the company and give each individual owner the opportunity to contribute some or all of their proceeds to a, a new nonprofit, that, I mean, that's, that's yeah. the way it should yeah. be done. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really concerned about this, Justin. This is the only option I got right now, and that that frustrates. Yeah, and look, I just again, let me just say thank you for bringing it up. It's an important issue that I hope does not slide underneath the uh, the notice of the people, and people just go along and say, "Yeah, hey, look, I'm going to get an uninspected check of, you know, I don't know how much, five hundred, thousand, three thousand, five thousand. I don't know, but if they got a hundred percent of the proceeds, they would get. 11 times more than yeah. what they would currently get yeah, under point. the current structure. Good point. All right, Justin, so, thanks for the call, brother. It, it, anyway, thank you. And God bless. Yeah, thank Appreciate you. It. All right, let's move on to the next one. We'll go stay in Baton Rouge. We'll go to Bruce. Bruce, thanks for holding. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing great. Great Friday. Great day to be. Know that you're going to heaven in God's hands. No doubt. That's, that's every day, my man. Every day you get up. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no doubt Every about day. It. That's right. That's right. But I just want to throw out some uh, appreciation there to you. Uh, I want to appreciate listening to you. I've been listening to you for a good while. I like talk radio. Appreciate you coming up with some good subjects. That means something to the people. We're living in a time now that uh, that's not looking too good. You bring up subjects that we need to know about, we need to work towards. And uh, I, I've got uh, serious problems with uh, woke people. Uh, I've got serious problems with woke businesses that I feel like we should boycott because that's the only way we're going to get through to these people by not sending them our money to try to break our conservatism in the United States and change our country into a communist country. And I also want to thank Woody. I, was, I, I lived in Central for 40 years. And and I appreciate everything that he does for Central Struma and and all of Baton Rouge. He's he's a man of God. He's a man that believes in the people. He's a man that's going to stand up for your rights, no matter if you're supposed to preach the word, you got COVID or not. So that's basically what I got to say. And and uh, I'll just listen to your comments. All right, sir. Thank you, Bruce. Awful kind of you. God bless. We do appreciate it, man. Somebody else wrote, who votes for the state employees since we do not have individual votes? Who do state employees need to contact to vote no? Uh, that's a good, that's a great, I don't have the answer to that, by the way. But you're not going to get to vote because it's the state of Louisiana. Uh, would it be the governor? Oh no. Great question. I'm just, hey, that's what you got representatives for. Good question. But you don't get a vote. You're right. You don't get a vote. But you do have a say because you have a voice. we got to take a break. Be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to The Moon Graffon Show. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. I'm here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL. News Talk 96.5. 
KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. More Americans are looking for work. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, and that has driven the unemployment rate up to 3.8% last month from 3.5 in July. And there was a more than expected 187,000 jobs created. Though the report also revised job creation lower by 110,000 in June and July. The month includes the Hollywood strike and bankruptcy of yellow trucking after shutting down the end of July. Economists have been hoping to see the employment situation slowing but holding up, not slipping into recession. Fox's Jenny Casola. A lot of Americans with college debt won't like hearing this. After the Supreme Court rejected President Biden's plan to wipe out some of that debt, a long COVID pause is over. Interest starts accruing today for millions of people who owe federal student loans. Payments officially start in October, but the White House is not giving up on sweeping forgiveness just yet. The Department of Education says they're recruiting people to a special committee tasked with figuring out other ways to pay off people's student loan debt. Fox Business Network's Hillary Vaughn. It's sentencing day for two more Proud Boys members convicted for what they did in the Capitol riot the day after one member got 17 years in prison, another got 15. Congress's doctor has given Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell clearance to keep working his normal schedule after freezing up while talking to reporters for the second time in a month. Did you hear the question, Senator, running for re-election in 2026? I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Dr. Brian Monahan linking the recent episodes to McConnell's recovery from a concussion, saying, quote, occasional lightheadedness is not uncommon in concussion recovery. Well, that's Fox's Ryan Schmelz. The 81-year-old McConnell suffered that concussion after a fall at a hotel in March. Police in Blendon Township of Ohio have released body cam footage of last week's deadly shooting of a pregnant black woman showing her car slowly accelerating toward an officer who's yelling at Takiya Young to stop, then fires the fatal shot. Young's family calls the shooting unjustifiable. America's listening to Fox News. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <laughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Uses directed. Reggie was a nurse for 16 years. I had become very burnt out. I wasn't making good money. Then it happened. There was an ad for My Computer Career, and it just spoke to me. My Computer Career was the best decision he ever made. I could study anywhere from my laptop, and I was working in the first couple weeks of me being in class. Reggie hit a home run. The field is teeming with jobs. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. The school is amazing. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. This is one student's experience. Boy, he's mad at that computer. <laughs> yeah, and now it decides it wants to play. Look at this. Well, you want me to sing the theme music? Is that what you want me to do? Yeah, look, we apologize to the affiliates. I know we're joking, but the computer literally just like froze. Brad is over there. By I was the like, all right, Moon, just talk. Brad is <laughs> punching the computer. I see they always rely on old Moon to come through and just start running his mouth. I like how y'all do that. I needed you to make up for what happened a couple minutes before. So. <laughs> God, <laughs> great to have you back. 844-766-6607 is the number. I'm telling you, Brad, about to beat the computer up. I'm just telling y'all, folks, if the computers go down, it may not be what you think it is. Anyway, uh, hey, folks, my good friends at J&J Exterminating. Listen, if you're listening to this show, you probably can use J&J Exterminating. 
They do a great, great job. I've been using them for a long time. They've been an advertiser for me, folks, during their 20 years. They are really super. I've been using them for a long, long time, and I'm just telling you, if you're listening to me, they can help you. You can be a big corporate, commercial place. Everybody needs exterminators. Or you can be a residential. They can do the job for you. you know, if, I got, if I see roaches in my house, I'm calling them. I can pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, I'm having a little bit of problem over in this area of the house, and they'll be there to take care of me. J&J Exterminator, independent insurance agent, the only one, the biggest, not the only, but the biggest independent insurance, I mean, uh, exterminator in the state of Louisiana. Biggest, largest. And they've they got over 500 employees right here in the state of Louisiana. J&J, remember the name, J&J Exterminator. I'm just telling you, they're the ones you need to use. All righty, uh, one other thing. Jim Donlin gets to make the decision. I just, I'm just, you know, if it wouldn't be because we live in Louisiana, I wouldn't think this way, brother. How come in back, Brandon's already laughing. How come in the back of my mind I'm thinking, okay, is it funny, Blue Cross Blue Shield may sell. Blue Cross Blue Shield may sell when the insurance commissioner is leaving who doesn't have to answer to the voters anymore. Blue Cross Blue Shields is selling in the insurance commissioner you know, I mean, it, I'm not, by the way, I'm not accusing Jim Donnelly of anything. You start just kind of wondering about money when it starts flowing like this. Why they make the decisions they make. And he's leaving. And he doesn't have to answer the voters anymore. And why did this come up now? And if we think it, and Jim, if Jim believes this does not have to be decided on now, Jim Donnelly's best decision would be, you know what? I'm going to leave this for the next insurance commissioner. That's what I'm recommending people tell Jim Donlin. Let it go to the next insurance commissioner. Tim Temple. Tim's probably going, I don't want that. <laughs> Tim's probably, thank you, Moon. I don't want that headache. Not a headache. What's best, for the, what's best for the people that are on Blue Cross Blue Shield? The state of Louisiana. They ain't going to have a vote. So if, if, there's, if it's not a rush, okay, then this is an easy decision as far as I'm concerned. And it does affect me. This is a, I don't want that check. Brian, you know what I want? I want the best price I could pay for health insurance and then my family's covered. That's what I want. And I'm paying the hell out of it at almost $2,700 a month. If you don't think I'm paying that much, folks, I'm not going to put checks on the internet for you to see. You can believe me or not, I'm telling you what I pay. I'll show Brandon a check. He can vouch for it. So, I can't afford much more, and I know it's going to go up. I'm not blaming Blue Cross Blue Shield. I'm just telling you, and the way this insurance stuff is working is crazy. But I just don't think it's ironic. They want to sell. The insurance commission decides he's not running again. What if? Let me ask this question, for Brandon. How about this one? If Jim Donlin, and by the way, I'm not cutting Jim Donlin. Jim's going to get a call. I was beating him up. I'm not. But if Jim Donlin was running for the insurance commissioner, Brandon, would this be an issue? If Jim Donnelly was running for the insurance commission, would this be an issue? But you see, all of a sudden, he's not running, and we got this issue in front of us, and the guy that's going to make the decision is not running and won't be the insurance commissioner when we we roll the clock in 2024. And in Louisiana, I never like odds when this happens. If you had to ask me right now what I think is going to happen, Donnelly's going to let this company sell. Why? Because Jim's not going to be the commissioner. He won't have to listen to the voters. And we're not going to really know for another year or so. 
Now, I'm not going to accuse him of kickbacks and all that. But, man, I can't help him when I think of Louisiana. That's the kind of stuff I think about. The good old boy network. Kickbacks. People making money. And who loses? You and me. So, to me, this is a no-brainer for Jim. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be the insurance commissioner ever again the rest of my life. Let the next insurance commissioner, Tim Temple's our next one. God forbid something happened to him. He's our next insurance commissioner. Let Tim have to deal with it. And maybe Tim will look at it and say, this is a bad deal. And if we do it, we'll see what happens. I know if everybody gets a check. Brandon, remember I told you about money? See, if this was, if Craig Romero, Moneybags, was doing this, and it was some money in it for him, he'd do it, he wouldn't give a damn. What happens to the state? All these people would do that. Most of these politicians would do that. Louis Bernard would do that. Absolutely wouldn't care. So I think this is an easy decision for Jim. But we live in political Louisiana where they make eat when we we can you got a ham sandwich to make. You got two pieces of bread and one piece of ham, and you gotta make that ham sandwich. We don't get that right. I'm talking about one piece of ham and two pieces of bread. If you throw mustard and mayonnaise, you know that's going to be screwed up. I don't even want to do that. Somebody did write me, Moon, what if this is a great deal? Fine. It'll be a great deal next year. It'll be a great deal next year or the year after. I don't want, you know, talking about sending money, sending a check back, Brandon. So what? Unless you're going to get, I'm just telling you, <laughs> I just know Louisiana that it bothers me. It really does. Brian, let me take – I got time to take a call? Okay. Let me go to the phone lines. Let's go to Stacy, Mr. Stacy in West Monroe. Stacy, how you doing? I'm doing great, Mr. Moon. Yes, yes, sir. Good to hear from you. Yes, sir. Great to hear from you. A long, a long time listener, first time successful caller. I've tried many times. I, I'll make it real quick. Uh, I don't know if this is even something doable or not, but – I love your and Brandon's input and information that y'all are able to share that I don't seem to get in most other places. Uh, is there a way y'all could put out a a pay a website or a page that say uh, like a Siskel and Ebert two thumbs up or whatever uh, with just some facts about voting records or whatever that we, the average person, don't really see firsthand that we could log on and say, oh, he voted for that. Yeah, I'm done with him, you I'm, know, or whatever. I, I get it, but uh, most of the voting things out there, they've got people that do that. I mean, Lobby's got a voting card. Uh, Family Forum has a voting card. Uh, they, they've got people to do it. I don't do that. Uh, I know what you're saying, uh, Stacy. It'll make it easier for people, and maybe in time I will. I'm doing revamping some stuff behind the scenes, uh, and if it works out like I wanted to, then maybe we could do some of that. You know, and I know it would help. Yes, I know sir, it, well, I know it would help a lot of people. I didn't know if I, did I was. That. I, I was just hoping maybe you and Brandon could put two crawfish well, there to Brand, picture up the picture down. Or Brandon, <laughs> Brandon says he got babies to run after. Brandon ain't doing it, but they're like Citizens for New Louisiana. <laughs> Citizens for New Louisiana got a scorecard. Lobby's got a scorecard. Uh, uh, our friends at Family Forum, Gene Mills, and them have a scorecard. Go look at those few scorecards. Yeah. It'll give you kind of an idea mm -hmm. where we're going with all that. Yes, sir. And I 
Yes, I appreciate that. I appreciate that information. I just, I listen to, to your program very regular and, and I find it more trustworthy, you know, more that. honest. Well, than, I, have, I than listen. What I find I, I, the typical. If I lied, if you will, if I lied, I made up something that don't benefit me. That don't benefit me at that, all. Yes, sir. You know, I'm first of all I'm not running for office, so I know it ain't gonna benefit me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Stacy. Yeah, I think that's your criteria to run for office. I, I hear you. All right, brother. Thanks. Appreciate the call. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's 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 amazing. Uh, anyway, I I just think with Donlin. I, I I think of Louisiana and the guys riding out in the sunset and this deal falls when the insurance commission is leaving. And it just it seems it's so Louisiana. So we depended on the insurance commission who's saying, hey, I'm out of here. I got my money. I'm retired. Fine. That's good. Cool. And so we're going to make the biggest decision we got to make in insurance is going to happen with the guy who ain't going to be here to take heat from the voters. So... I highly recommend, so this means they will do the opposite, by the way. I highly recommend Jim Dylan poo-poos the whole deal. Just say, hey, I'm not doing this. I don't know if this is a good deal, but I don't. I got to find out more about it and let the next insurance commissioner who's sitting in the job, because once Jim decides, he goes, Jim doesn't pop up on the ballot anymore. You just, there's no getting to Jim, and I don't mean physically. I mean just talking to Jim and say, hey, Jim, what about this? It's just funny how things in Louisiana just – Kind of works out that way. And the deal's made, and they say, well, what, who did that? And next year, people will go, who did that? And Tim Temple's going to go, I had nothing to do with that. And they're going to say, well, who did that? They go, Nobody's going to take responsibility because we never do here. We never do. So Jim rides off in the sunset. We don't get a dang thing done. I, I, just, <laughs> I, I just can't believe we're sitting, watching this happen again and again and again and again, and we don't do anything about it. That's my frustration Tim Metcalf Index, one of our favorite parts of the week. who gets my body temperature really higher because it's warm what he brought. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. I-10 brings the border crisis to our backyard, delivering human trafficking, fentanyl, and warring cartels. Since Biden can't secure the border, Liz Merle will secure Louisiana as our next attorney general. She successfully fought and delayed the Biden administration's border policies and stopped the revolving door justice system. It's why DAs across the state and the Republican Attorneys General Association have endorsed Liz Merle. Trusted conservative leadership. Liz Merle for attorney general. Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, homeschool. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. 70% of prison inmates read at a fourth grade level or below. We can't cut crime without fixing our schools. Participation in early childhood education reduces criminal activity by 20%. Our schools are our first line of defense against crime. Bullying stops teaching and stops learning. One in five Louisiana high school students reports being bullied on school property. One out of six will skip school at least once in the next 30 days, scared for their safety. 
We lead the nation in percent of high school students who attempt suicide. As governor, I'll support counseling for the bully and the child being bullied. Violent repeat offenders will go to an alternative school that teaches the citizenship and character necessary to become a responsible citizen, or they'll just go to juvenile jail. Kids can't learn if we let our schools become minor league for the Department of Corrections. Hunter Lundy, Governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Hey everybody, this is Joe with KPEL out here at Rouse's Market, partnering with Second Harvest Food Bank. We are helping fight hunger here in our community, spending a lot of time out here in the 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock hours. Got the folks with Second Harvest here. Y'all, tell us just how important it is to be part of this movement to help fight hunger in our community. Well, you know, hunger is a year-round disaster, and this month, September, is Hunger Action Month, and it's the time for us to let the Acadiana community know hunger is still a problem in our community, and they can actually help us fight it. And we're going to be at Rouse's every Friday to the end of this month, literally asking for donations. You can drop off, you can go in the store, pick up items, most needed items. We're just calling on the community to come and help. All right, you guys come by Rouse's today, 10 to noon here on Bertrand. Be part of giving back to the community. Thank you guys very much for doing what you do for our community. Keep sticking with us here between 12 and noon right here at Rouse's. Y'all all that Brandon plays that thing. Every time Tim comes here, that theme. <laughs> Some folks think I'm crazy. Say I'm crazy. Tim's a different kind of crazy than you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying it's about you. Yeah, it's about me, Tim. It ain't about you. Anyway, Moon Graffon Show, 844-766-6607. Tim Metcalf is in the house. And, of course, we're talking Dino's Pizza and Prejean's, dinospizza.com, prejean's.com. Tim, what you got today? And uh, I... You, I want you to tell the audience because I wiped through that thing really quick. You did. You did. So it's it's a brand new item. Uh, it's garlic knots. And, and, but, man, they're good. They're good. We, uh, what do you call it? It's garlic knots. Garlic knots. Yeah. Yeah. We tie them up in a knot. You can oh, so tell. Good. But uh, me and my son and general Dave's manager. In the wrong yeah, box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that box is good, too, though. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we had a little competition. Yeah. And I'll be doggone if my son didn't. Uh, come through and outshine me so which kind of makes me sad, happy and sad at the same time that means time. you taught him well yeah well exactly, okay, exactly. Yeah, just like you <laughs> yeah but we're both super competitive and it helped but it helps put out better products you know so no that it's, was it's, uh, it's something I'm, we're going to be really proud of it it's is that uh, something on the menu now it's on the LTO limited time offers and it's probably I saw boom, that, I saw boom, that. you taste those things they're probably going to make the permanent menu. Right. they're good and once you eat one, you yeah. like you eat right. two. Right. I'm right. seriously. They, they good. I, I, I don't know how you're gonna order that. You gonna order one at a time? Or no, they they could, they're gonna come. I think we, we decide on four per order. So we don't people get two full. Or if I go, I'm going to eat by myself. <laughs> I want to share. Four. What else you got? Uh, we have the uh, we did it last year. Uh, the new news Steen's uh, Steen's uh, syrup sausage we get from them, and we make a pizza with it: bacon, sausage, green onions, candied jalapenos. It, 
it's it's a good one too. It's it's. Yeah, I just ate a piece of that one. That's all. Yeah, yeah, that piece fact, is gone. It's not existent. So matter of yeah. fact, I'm, I'm, if it stays over here, and I don't, I can't get to them. I might eat the plate because it's got the <laughs> it's got the season and stuff. Tim, you know, I was talking to you a little bit, not dealing with politics, but right. uh, but you know, uh, I, I believe people like you in business and like you because it worries me. You got a word about this inflation train. I mean, is, is, oh yeah, inflation. I know you can, people back can, up again. I know, I know you can you can say well it ain't as bad as it was. Yeah, but it's, it's still going up. It's still going up. And and if it stops tomorrow, it doesn't go down. Okay, families are paying seven hundred dollars a month more. That's eighty four hundred dollars a year. Actually, just on inflation. After, that's after hey, taxes, Tim. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> ten thousand, ten thousand dollars a year. That yeah. that's significant. And and you know the the people, the families, it, it hurts, man. And they tighten when they tighten their belts. First thing they do is they, you know, don't eat out so often. So. Yeah, it affects yeah, By everybody. the way, I, I, I thought he was going to fuss at me, Brandon, because he said, I'm, I, I'm not eating out as much. Instead of eating that seven times a week, I'm only <laughs> six. Six, six times. He cut down. He cut down. <laughs> Everybody's cutting down. No, but the, uh, the reason I bring it up, you're a business guy, and I read these things about high inflation, and, and uh, oh, yeah. uh, I, I get so frustrated with it because I really do concern about businesses like Tim Metcalf and mine and everybody else sure. like ours because sure. I want people to prosper and do well. Absolutely. I mean, I want everybody to Ooh. do well. And inflation yeah, yeah. is worse than the tax. Oh, yeah. Rising tide, you know, raises everybody. And it's just, they, they don't seem to care. They don't They keep care. printing they, it up? Yeah. Just print it up and, and, print it and spend, spend more money. Print it and, and spend, spend it. it. <laughs> yeah. Spend, send $100 billion to overseas to a war effort, you know? Yeah. No yeah. As a matter of fact, I, 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 we got that. I got, I, got a, I got a kick out of it watching it. So we have this hurricane that hits Florida, and I think mm-hmm. it hits Georgia, parts of Georgia, parts of South the Carolinas. Carolina, yeah. Yep. And uh, and uh, Biden, uh, so he's trying to get four billion passed to go help him. Right. But he's going to send uh, fifty billion more to Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, to me, Florida and the Carolinas <laughs> and the Georgia is way more important than that. Right? Uh, to way me. More, more Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii. Oh, that was another thing. The, the money going to Hawaii is yeah. nothing compared nothing. to what's going to Ukraine. Yeah, a drip, like seven hundred dollars a resident or something. It, it, it's just. It, and that, and when yeah. you look at the films of that, you just get. I, I just depressing to watch. It is, it is. I mean, because that, that, that is, you know, how it started, and you know, you got the politics going on and all this stuff. Yeah, point a lot of finger pointing, but nothing stopped it from happening. You know, but you know, you work the people you work. You work a lot of part times. I, I I would say to say oh, you probably job. work more part times than you do full time. Am I right? Probably seventy percent. Yeah, yeah. 65, you, 70%. You got to have your solid full-time people. You couldn't make it. No, that's my team. That's but, my core. But is the, core. is the part-time still the tough part of the job? If you got if you pan well and you keep your full-time, that's great. But the part-time is very important to you. It, it, it's by different positions. The uh, dishwasher, day shift dishwashers are your hardest job to feel. Servers, not so bad. College kids, you know, making easy. You start making extra a little bit of money. Cash or yeah. Some of them. I'm proud. Like 50% of my college kids are cash flowing their way through school. They're not going to have debt when they get out. That's awesome. And, they, you know, that, what, a, what a huge start in life that's going to be for them. They, you know, they're not starting out life in the hole. Yeah, if you owe $40,000, $60,000, yeah. that's not fun. No. Because no, then your first no. job, you And get the interest you. is compounding because you're just making the bare minimum payments like on a credit card. Man. I remember one year, and you, you're in the pizza business, too. You're really in the food business. You're right. in the entertainment business you're in a lot of businesses but okay. i remember when bill clinton and i remember doing hillary care and i asked clinton about you know pizza costs two dollars he said just add it on to the end of the product oh, yeah. I, was like, just added like, I remember he said i'm going yeah, no problem. What, what kind of brainiac is this yeah. 
And that, but really, push. a lot of them think that way. Just add it on. Well, when the consumer quits coming, that added on to just add it on to the p- price the, of a the pizza. Way, yeah. Eventually, they they stop coming as often or completely. And, but yeah. but somebody like you that's still investing in the community, that's not what you need to hear. No. no I hope you don't no. hear it. But it's Tim Metcalf, DinosPizza.com, PraiseJones.com. Seven yes, days a week. Seven days a week. Three, three locations, Dino's, two, two Prejeans. Uh, yeah. He said three this time on Prejeans. I got you. I got you. I was ready yeah, for you, it. No, you, you didn't want me to screw it up, so you jumped out ahead <laughs> of it. Jump out ahead of it. Jump yeah, out ahead of it. I had you another day when I was doing a, a advertising for you. I had you five locations of uh, Prejeans, and I, Brandon corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get ahead of yourself now. Well, maybe you have a crystal ball. Maybe, yeah, I, maybe I, I, I can name some other things, but I better shut up. All, All right, right, Tim Metcalf, right. always a pleasure. Yes, sir. Great community family right here, folks. We'll take a break. Be right back. Single payer program. Universal health care. Medicare for all. No matter what term they use, it all means the same thing. Socialized medicine. That's why we need leaders like Dr. Bill Cassidy in Washington. As the top Republican on the Senate Health Committee, Senator Bill Cassidy has fought Bernie's socialized medicine schemes 100% of the time and won. Senator Cassidy is 100% pro-life and has always worked to find conservative solutions to health care problems. In the Senate, Bill Cassidy has been a leader in fighting the woke liberals. Senator Cassidy stood up to attacks on our Second Amendment and authored legislation to build the wall and stop President Biden's failed amnesty and open border policy with Mexico. Senator Bill Cassidy is fighting for us. Louisiana Legacy Pack is responsible for the content of this advertising. Paid for by Louisiana Legacy Pack and not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. www.louisianalegacypack.com The Louisiana Republican Party endorsed Liz Merle for Attorney General. That's no surprise. Liz is one of us. An eighth-generation Louisianan. LSU Tiger. Wife and mom with a concealed carry permit. She's Louisiana Solicitor General. That means when Louisiana goes to court, we send Liz Merle to fight for us. Liz has defeated Joe Biden's lawyers time and again. When Biden came after our oil and gas jobs, Liz stopped them. She fought for the unborn at the U.S. Supreme Court. During COVID, Liz stood for freedom. When a pastor was arrested for holding church service, Liz defended our rights to worship. She stood up for us, protected our freedoms, and she keeps criminals where they belong in jail. Liz is our fighter. She will work nonstop to keep Louisiana safe and free. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana and not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Dino's Pizza, an Italian restaurant with a Cajun twist. Don't forget to ask about their pizza of the month or one of their many specialty pizzas. Pizzas, sandwiches, pasta, and more. Dino's Pizza like no other. Hey, y'all, this is Joe, still at Rouse's. We are here from 10 to noon today with Second Harvest Food Bank, feeding Acadiana and Southwest Louisiana. Y'all do a lot of great work. Uh, Second Harvest here with me. So introduce yourself. Tell us uh, what you do with Second Harvest. Yes, my name is Anna Morsey. I'm the food sourcing specialist for Acadiana area. I work with all of our donors, just like Rouse's, to get Mm -hmm. food to our community for people in need. Awesome. Well, I'm very excited to be out here. I love the fact that we are giving back to the community. It's so important to me. I know it's so important to a lot of our listeners here at KPEL. How much does it mean to you to be part of something special like this? Oh, man. Words cannot 
even establish how it means to be out here to help the people in Acadiana and our surrounding areas. Food is definitely needed. Come on out to Rouse's. We'll be here all day till 6 p.m. Uh, donating, you can donate money. You can donate bags of food. You can come out here all day. We are definitely needing a donation. So come out and support. Help us out, Acadiana. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. It is Friday. And we do have a long weekend, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yeah, we got Labor Day weekend. You, yeah. We will have a best of Moon Graffon show. Yeah, on Monday. None of, the, uh, none of our uh, radio stations have to worry. There will be a play program. Might take me a while to find day. best of segments, but they will be there. <laughs> I never heard of a best of segment on <laughs> Moon Graffon show, to be honest yeah. with you. Hey, folks, MatthewJames.com. MatthewJames.com. John Planchard. There are people that, that help you prepare for retirement. John goes way beyond that. He helps you prepare for retirement. He also talks about the taxes you'll have to pay one day. He talks about when you got to start buying down on that money. He's going to give you the whole picture. He knows the tax code things. They try to change things all the time. Well, John, you need somebody like John Blanchard at Matthew James because at John, Matthew James, John Blanchard and his, and his <sighs> troop are ready to service you and to get you through all the ins and outs of what goes on financially. And that's what you need. You want somebody with the big plan that understands taxes, tax structure, and things of that nature with the money that you've invested your whole life. So if you're young or older, you need to call him. Call him or go to MatthewJames.com. MatthewJames.com, what you got to lose? I mean, if you're sitting there struggling and not knowing what to do, don't do that. Don't panic. Go to MatthewJames.com, call John Blanchard and say, hey, I need, I need you to help me out. Uh, one other thing, the... The Blue Cross Blue Shield, because I'm getting a lot of emails in there. And uh, Brandon, what did you did you? And by the way, I didn't write it down. Woody Jenkins' email address or, or Central page. City News at Hotmail dot com. Central City News at Hotmail dot com. Central City News at Hotmail dot com. Make your comments, get information from them. They putting all that stuff out. Uh, I know the angle. Somebody's probably going to call Jim Donnell and say, he's accusing you of getting cut kickbacks. I'm just leaving Louisiana. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I don't have to. This is a, this is a big issue, folks. I'm not, I'm not, you think I sit here and talk about things that ain't important? This is important. I have a lot of fun and got a lot of BS in me, but when I'm serious about something like I am about this, it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect me big time. Obamacare has drove me almost out of having insurance for my family. That's what Obamacare has done. Absolutely ridiculous. And if you say, well, I'm only paying $10 a month, well, you're one of the ones on that government subsidy stuff. I don't want to be on the I don't want the government to subsidize anything. I want to get out the way. Making people feel like they have to help you make a living. They have to feed you. They have to help you with your health care. This is what they want. Because sooner or later, you will have to to survive all this inflation they're running up. I mean, the food stamp program is jacked up. Gonna be jacked up more because prices are so high. More dependency. And we need less dependency in this country, not more. Democrat Party is awesome for 
getting people to be dependent. Now, Brandon, I do want to play something. Uh, and we'll take a call, and I want to play something. Uh, Dr. Patrick Moore. I'm so sick of reading about how global warming and climate change is affecting everything. I want you to listen to the Greenpeace co-founder, Dr. Patrick Moore. He um, he just bombs and beats up all this global warming, uh, warming narrative. I'm going to get to that in just a minute. I just want you to hear what he had to say. By the way, Greenpeace is a nutted up, crazy group, you know, on this environmental stuff. He was one of the ones that founded it, co-founded it. And he tells you, honestly, this is crazy what we do. Anyway, let's go to Jethro in Intercoastal City. Jethro, how you doing? I'm doing great, Moon, and yourself today. Hang it in there. Hang it in there. Uh, all right. Look, all right, uh, there's two things I want to make a comment on. One is how many of our insurance commissioners have went to jail because of you know certain issues? And the other one, by the way, all, the all, all, all of them but Jim. <laughs> most of them, but, most of them but Jim. How about that? Good point. That's a good. Hey, you, Jethro, you're laughing, and I'm laughing too. But that's a good point. That's a, that's an excellent point, sir. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this one: What's the office of group benefits that with the state employees uh, think about this? Are they part of that cabal that's going wants this to happen? Or are they are they stuck in the dark or they're not saying nothing? I don't know. I would think the state of Louisiana ought to listen because I'm getting a lot of texts and email messages from people who work in the state and work in the city governments who are on Blue Cross Blue Shield. They're concerned about this too. And I don't know how much well, the state government anything. is telling them. I, I, I can't say anything about the state employees, but I know it's a, a ass of state employees part of Office group benefits, Blue Cross, Blue Shield. Well, but don't you think people that work for state government have got the same insurance I got? Don't they should shouldn't they have a voice? Oh, look, Jethro, I'm just yeah. telling you in the state of Louisiana, this thing is odd. This comes up. It comes up when our insurance commission is leaving and he gets to make the judgment on it. He don't have to address the voters anymore. And I'm, it's not a cut on Jim. I just think it's odd that that's when it comes up. So why don't Jim Donlin just recuse himself and say, hey, I don't think we ought to do this right now. I think if Jim Donlin would do that, he would he would put everybody's mind at ease. The people that are trying to buy the thing out, if you heard Woody Jenkins, they said, well, this is no rush. We don't have to do this now. Well, when they said that, everybody said, okay, right. well, let's not do it now. Let's, let's not do it yeah. right now. I kind of agree, and uh, I know a couple of state employees, and I asked them about that, and they do not know anything yeah. about what we've been talking about or you have been talking about the last two days. But because they, I, well, first of all, they're not listening to me, and they need to. A <laughs> little PR for me, no. But number two is because the media the media is not making a big deal about it. they just not. Here's another thing. Where's that great – I read an article today in the Devil's Advocate on the coolness and calmness of Bill Edwards doing all this tragedy. And I'm sitting here about to fall out laughing and puking. And I'm going, where's – here it is. Bill Edwards has been a voice of calm through many storms. Where's Bill on this? Why ain't Bill Edwards making yeah. a comment on this? Where's – he knows everything about global warming now. He knows everything about COVID. He knows everything about lockdown. He knows everything about climate. He don't know a damn thing about insurance. 
I'm surprised. Yeah. Rest, that's right. Rest, just, uh, just ask it. Think yeah. somebody to ask him, but nobody's going to ask it uh, them about any hard questions. But Bell needs to get involved in this. Bell, what's the best deal for the state? Then again, he didn't know the best deal for the state for anything yet. He thinks Medicaid expansion and raising but, the minimum wage is what high school and college graduates and high school graduates want to hear about. All right, Moon, you got to remember back in the, what, 90s and stuff that you had these big investment firms who made a whole lot of money of buying corporations that had the pension funds. And what they did, they came in, robbed the pension funds, and then they piecemealed whatever they bought out and resold it. And I think this is the same thing that's happening as they see that $700 million sitting in an account somewhere, sitting there idle, and they're they're things to come in and get it. By the way, somebody just made a good point. He thought Edwards went over to the England. Just happened that the Saints were playing, by the way, Jethro. And he was talking about <laughs> laws of London and insurance and what are we going to do. What, what, um, how did we prosper from him going over to the Saints game last year? And why ain't he saying anything about insurance rates, which have skyrocketed under him? But he ain't saying nothing about crime that's skyrocketed under him. Our migration has skyrocketed under him. I mean, he says nothing, but we get puff pieces in the devil's avocado. Great and cool he is. Or is, is he for the people in Louisiana yeah. or not? I, I can't you know what we ought to do, that, Jethro? But, uh, you have a great morning, Jethro, man. I think what we ought to do, all Blue Cross Blue Shield members that, are, that use their insurance, we ought to all put on a blue mask. How about that, Brandon? A blue mask for Blue Cross to stay where they are. Everybody, wear that mask. Wear it proudly. Wear it proudly, folks. If it stops the virus, Brandon, surely it can stop the sale of Blue Cross Blue Shield, huh? It's the way I mask. I'm doing it on Labor Day when I grill. I'm going to wear my mask. According to them, it protects the virus. Surely it protects us from losing an insurance company. Take a break, folks. We'll be back. handcuffed the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change and I will lead. As your governor, I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime. Bring truth and transparency to criminal justice and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Paid for by the Fleming Campaign. The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cap that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana. Or Dr. John Fleming, former deputy chief of staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. 
Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana treasurer. The world's... Hey, y'all, it's Joe with KPEL out here at Rouse's Market on Bertrand, partnering with Rouse's and Second Harvest Food Bank. They do a great job of feeding Acadiana and Southwest Louisiana. September is Hunger Action Month, and they are looking for you to volunteer, donate, advocate for hunger. We are here to help our community. There's plenty of ways you can do it. Come by, donate some groceries, donate some money. They've even got these tackle hunger bags. You can come up pay for that drop that in the boxes that we've got out here that way you can donate everything that cut that is bought and donated here stays in the community we know that times are tough we know a lot of people are struggling right now paycheck to paycheck month to month we know everybody needs some help right now this is your opportunity to help the local community lafayette i know you i believe in you let's come out to rouse's on bertrand today i'm here until noon second harvest is here until six this evening come by and make a donation today show last segment of this hour 844-766-6607 where they're back a good friends at stein go to steinhome.com steinhome.com big sales starting this weekend florin department grand opening get a 50 100 stein gift card folks stein is rolling if you're looking for anything folks at all with appliances building materials they've got them and they've got them all over the state you can always go online there's a family rewards giveaway you could get you got pickup, drive-through, pickup orders, all done at Stein, folks. You know, get the better bucket. Get the green bucket, folks. The green bucket. Not for the green deal, but for Stein. And I'm just saying, they got sales on air conditioners. They got sales on pole saw kits. By the way, Brian, I got to go buy one of them. Barbecue pits. Check out the savings in their local ad. They got a Labor Day sale you can't beat, folks. There's on the Steinhome.com. Steinhome.com is an outdoor living collection. I'm just telling you, if you want to find out the deals, go to steinhome.com and check out their Labor Day sale going on right now as we speak. The Labor Day sale will go to 9-11-23. It started on the 29th of August. Outdoor living collection, great deals on that on all that 2023 stuff. Of course, outdoor power equipment catalog, all at steinhome.com. What you waiting on? Stein, folks, a great Louisiana company. Great, Louisa. And they got one in Natchez, Mississippi, too, in case you hit it that way. Appliances, building material, home improvement. We talking Stein. Let's go to Jesus in Bossier City. Jesus, how you doing? 
Hey, we're doing good, Moon. I just wanted to call and and make a comment about uh, vehicle insurance. Uh, three weeks ago, we had a wreck with a 2016 GMC Denali. It was an immaculate uh, car paid for, mm-hmm. and we were enjoying it till a young man, I'm not going to tell you what color he was, uh, but that doesn't matter, uh, cut in front of, of a city bus that was stopped on the right lane of the two-lane Benton Road Highway. He cut in front of it into our path and hit us, of course, in the back quarter, uh, swung me around, and then I hit a telephone pole with a front quarter of the Denali. Uh, of course, he did have insurance, but for the first week, he wouldn't return the call of the insurance company, so we were stuck without a car uh, for the first week. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we uh, kept calling, calling, calling. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't open the uh, the account uh, policy because the gentleman wasn't returning the call of the, of the insurance company. Well, uh, two weeks later, the Denali um, goes to the body shop and it gets totaled out. Uh, I don't know, you know, three quarters of it was good, except that one quarter uh, of the uh, passenger side of the vehicle, and it's totaled out. And, of course, his insurance finally responds after uh, we send it to the body shop. And they claim that they only pay twenty five thousand, and to us that vehicle was worth forty thousand. So, so bottom line is, which, what did you end up doing? Well, uh, right now the vehicle is totaled out, so now uh, we got to start looking for another vehicle. Mm-hmm. But for twenty five thousand, uh, you can't replace that vehicle, no, and. At all. Uh, you know, so it's just it's amazing that whenever the, the payment needs to be made, of course, they're going to collect. But whenever something happens to, uh, you know, another person, they take forever to respond. Yeah. And then we hey. end up, you know, and it wasn't our fault. Yeah, Jesus, you know? Jesus, the I, gentleman I, I ran into the same problem a while back. Somebody had hit my bride and it was no insurance. We ended up fixing it. They tell you where they're going to. Get it better, you'll get the money later and all that, but we never received the pennies. I, I feel your pain, my brother. It's happening all the time. All right, I wanted to play this real quick. This is the guy that was started and founded Greenpeace. You keep hearing all this craziness from the media, national media, Joe Biden, about the Green New Deal and, and climate change. Listen what this guy says about it. He started Greenpeace, which is the nutted-up environmental organization. The problem is we can't see carbon dioxide and that makes it possible to make up stories about it uh, that nobody can observe uh, the truth about. And so they're saying that carbon dioxide is causing a climate emergency and the, the, the invisible story that it's doing something bad for the climate is a complete hoax. Nobody has proven that in even the slightest sense. If you look back in time, millions of years, you will see 
that the Earth's climate was actually much warmer than it is today through most of the yep. history of life. Yep. Now, that's just one of the many facts that go against the idea that what we are doing now is causing some kind of catastrophe or emergency. It is, it is not. For the last 300 years, on average, we have been in a slight warming period. It started 150 years before we even used any fossil fuels or emitted any CO2 to the atmosphere. And, and its rate of rising has not changed in the last 150 years since we started emitting CO2 and, and at an exponential rate now. I mean, we're, we're emitting really a lot of CO2 compared to what we did just 50 years ago. And it hasn't moved the thermometer in the slightest. I want it. And that's kind of all people have to know to see that they're being uh, tricked with this invisible gas named CO2 as if it's a, a negative when in fact it's 100% positive, largely because it is the basis of life and life wouldn't be here without it. So as, as we find more Weather Channel people, the guy that ran Greenpeace, the lies, you know, it's, it's amazing. They had a... Psycho Bill Cassidy was in Lafayette yesterday. Brandon, I was told he was going to come on the program during the recess of August. They go back after Labor Day. And I haven't heard from Psycho Bill. And I, I just told him, they got to come in person. Got to come for an hour. Okay? And he's got to come sit down with me. Yet he was in town. He, he spoke. What was he, Brandon? Would you say five minutes from here, maybe? He couldn't have stopped. Right down the road. He couldn't have stopped by for an hour and visit with his old buddy, Moon. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand. Psycho Bill got up in the Rotary Club, and I read some of the stuff. He's pushing all this Green New Deal. Biden keeps telling that the Green New Deal was put through with the infrastructure package. That's how they got a lot of money out there. He kept going around. He was, I think the people at the Rotary Club would admit he was bragging about uh, all his new jobs and job technology with the Green New Deal and renewable energy. And I'm telling y'all, I'm just going to watch. Y'all going to all jump up and down and think this is going good. People are going to be making money in a few years. and going to go, what the heck did we ever do this for? Why do we do this to ourselves? Well, because of money. Why do you think Blue Cross Blue Shield wants to sell? Money, 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 money. That's it. Psycho Bill was out there yesterday spewing all this crazy crap. The, insurance, the inflation continues to go higher and higher and higher. It's because of printing money from deals like the infrastructure deal. Remember, Brandon, the Inflation Reduction Act? Remember that? The Inflation Reduction Act in the, in the, the other one that I'm just talking about, dealing with uh, the Green New Deal, that's what made it so bad with inflation. It, it's, it's why we have an inflation problem that we have it. That's costing every bit of us. You wait till people don't have the, Brandon, the record credit card debt, people using the credit card, record. Wait till they can't use them anymore. Just wait till they can't use it anymore. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering what's going to happen because, you know, this uh, this dang thing with inflation, folks, is really hurting us. It, it's sucking the lifeblood out of people. You know, unless you, unless you're on the rich side or upper income, you know. They're getting hit, too, by the way. They're getting hit, too. I'm just letting you know. They're getting hit just as bad. I just, I just don't 
no, what we're going to do about this inflation. You got people like Cassidy riding around talking about the internet and the rural areas and all this stuff. I don't know when we're going to change. We got to go, Brandon. Let's go. Okay. We'll be back another hour to go. Moongraphone.com. Listen live. Brandon Trostclair, a successful businessman. From- a show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, and here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.